Hello, my name's uh, David Neal and this is my podcast. What I thought I would do is actually read um, a story that I wrote some time ago. And it's called Ty and the Ghost of Donata Castle. The reason I wrote the book was quite simple. Um, Got a dog from um, Thailand and uh, named him Ty. He was a rescue dog from Thailand. And prior to him coming, I I started making up little stories about him. And uh, the more I thought about it, the, the more the stories came into my head and eventually I, I put them to paper and I self-published. So what I would like to do now is actually give you the book for free, but in a shortened uh, version, little segments, um, and uh, maybe you could give me some feedback if you like them. So here it goes. Um, it's a fantasy story for the young at heart by myself, David Neal, and book one is called Ty and the Ghost of Donata Castle. Hello again. Um, now I'm going to uh, hand you over to a friend of mine, Ian Hanmore, who uh, kindly uh, narrated the first part of the story. Scotland, in the dark times, was a country far different from the one we live in today. In that time, many clan chiefs and would-be kings had tried over many years to unite the country and people under one crown. However, no one strong hand could inspire the Scots, so Scotland fractured into many small kingdoms, each proclaiming its right to rule. All the while, the land was being attacked from the sea by marauding Vikings from the Norselands, who raided the coastline and even built settlements and fortifications. From the south, the English had rebuilt Hadrian's Wall. Nevertheless, they still sent troops to plunder, infiltrate and harass the villages and farms along Scotland's southern borders. The West Coast was also under continuous attack from the Irish kings, who had for many years laid claim to the outer islands and constantly looked for weaknesses all down the western side of Scotland. The people looked for a leader to unite them, to fight their foes and to banish evil and black magic from the land. Could this be the young king, Aelbert?
hello once more and uh, well here I go um, I'm going to read actually what I wrote as the author for the book uh, Ty and the Ghost of the Notted Castle it's on page five of the um, the published book and here I wrote dear reader the story you're about to read is a work of total fiction I have used names of locations in the town and in the surrounding area where I live however Nothing in my novel is either geographically or historically accurate or factual. It is all imagination. As the philosopher Carl Sagan once wrote, imagination will often carry us to worlds that never were, but without it we go nowhere. So please sit back, relax and let your imagination set you free. Chapter 1. My name is Ty. So how do I start this story? I think I'll begin with one very sunny morning around 9am in the McPherson household. That sounds about right. Sally, I could hear Tony shout. Have you seen Ty? As he looked around the sitting room while I just lay in front of him in my bed and held tightly onto my breath. Uh, I'm here in front of you, I thought, laughing to myself as I continued to lie still in my very comfy bed. And I just knew I had a huge grin on my face. This was the very first time I had made myself completely invisible. And I wanted to play a little trick on him. What? I could hear Sally shout back at Tony from upstairs. He was in the sitting room in his bed where he was just two minutes ago. Tony stood motionless directly in front of me for a few more moments, then began scratching his beard and shaking his head as he looked down at what he thought was my empty bed. The wee guy must have got outside, he said loudly and then shrugged his shoulders, while at the same time rubbing two fingers across his greying beard. My bemused friend then slowly walked, still muttering to himself over to the window and looked into the garden to see if I had gone out there. As he peered through the glass and couldn't see me, he again turned around and looked down once more at my bed. Not seeing me, he turned, opened the window and called to me. All the while I tried to remain really still, though for a fleeting second I almost lost my composure. However, I managed to stop myself from giggling and giving myself away. Then, just at the moment he decided to turn back and look around the room for a final time, I whispered to myself to reappear, tap my paw three times and hey presto, I was visible again. Tony did a double take at seeing me, not quite believing his eyes as I was now preparing to stand up. Stretching myself in my basket, he paused for a second and I knew he was wondering if he had just imagined the whole thing, though all he did was smile as he looked at me, relieved that I was safe. Where did you come from, Ty? He then whispered to me. I've been here all along, I thought to myself standing up and walking slowly over to him, wagging my bushy tail and continuing to stretch my body. As I looked into his eyes, I just knew he really loved and cared about me. 
I had loved them both, Sally and him, since the day they adopted me. Tony then bent down, put his hand out and gently tapped the top of my head with a big grin on his face. Though, as he walked out of the hall to get my doggy harness and lead, I just knew he was still wondering about where I had been. <laughs>